Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Pablo, aka Grandma's Favorite Grandson, aka I'm just here, man. I'm tired as fuck, but I'm here and I am happy to say, Welcome back, everybody. And most importantly, welcome back to my brother. Brother, talk to the world. I, I appreciate it. It's your boy, best friend. Um, I don't know, you know, what excuse I'll use. I'll just say I was on a, a, a birthday sabbatical. Um, you know, I was trying to celebrate the um, the holy month of Pisces. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll say that. And uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you are back. I'm glad you are back, man. Um, <clears throat> don't ever take the entire season of Pisces off again, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we still have more time left. We do. We definitely do. We definitely do. So I told you I had a story, and I'm going to tell you this story. And I'm going to see if I know my brother the way I think I know my brother. So um, my pipe broke in my in my kitchen sink. And I got the uh, sleeve because the contractor who built the house, he put a sleeve on it to connect the top pipe to the bottom pipe. What are um, you talking about? When you say sleeve, you're talking like the little rubber sleeve that has like yes, a gasket. Okay. Yep. Um, instead of just putting one straight pipe going straight down, he put a sleeve on it. Um, so I guess do wear and tear because it's an old house. Um, it, you know, it just deteriorated. So I bought one. It was the wrong size. Because, you know, me, I'm not taking the pipe with me to Lowe's. It's like, hey, <laughs> what size is this? Um, so I ended up going back to Lowe's with the pipe this time, being smart. And I got the right size sleeve. Um, I had a milkshake today. And, you know, black man's disease. You know, I, I got, I'm on the toilet. So the entire time I'm on the toilet, I'm like, damn, um, I need to hurry up. I need to get off the toilet so I can put this on so I can get ready for the show. I come downstairs and Natasha put the sleeve on the pipe. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. See, exactly. That laugh Jerry told me it all. Go ahead, sir. You slack ass. <laughs> like, this is one of those things that you were like, you're the guy. I was it's funny you say this because I was listening to the radio this morning on the way to work. And they were both talking about how, like, their wives are really the men of the house and they do all this. You know, <laughs> and they, they fix stuff like that's you. You're like, oh, maybe if I go upstairs and take a little bit longer, maybe to just magically appear or she'll do it. One or the other. Because we all know that you're not handyman inclined. I to be am. Doing. I survived this long. I just, I just survived off the bare minimum. I had a flathead, I had a Phillips, and a hammer. That's all I lived off of. And then when I bought a home, you know, my best friend bought me, you know, a saw. Appreciate you, sir. Then I had to get a fucking uh, stud finder. Because my best friend came over and tried to put a TV up on my wall. And we had a stud finder. So I started buying tools as I got a house. But I was in an apartment. What I needed tools for in an apartment? The same stuff you need to, tools for in a house. The same <laughs> shit. What if something happens before you can get maintenance there? You got to turn a pipe off. You got to do this. You got to fix that. Like, 
You were the uh, you were the most non home improvement having ass <laughs> person I know. But I I'm getting better. But yeah, I I thought that was funny because when I came downstairs, I was like, "Yo, where, where's the where's the sleeve at?" She's like, "Oh, the sink is fixed." I was like, "What?" She's yeah, I fixed the sink. I was like, "That just goes to show that she has experience using protection, putting <laughs> sleeves on." And then I was like, "Did you test it?" She said, "Yeah, I just washed my hands and everything. It's fine." I was like, "Oh." I felt so bad. I was like, let me tell my let me tell Mike this. <laughs> you you felt like you were emasculated. You were like, man, she just took every little piece of manhood I had left thinking I was gonna do this and like voila, save the day. And right. she took that from you. I was like, oh man. But yeah. So my sink is fixed. That's good news. And uh I didn't do it. But now since we have uh, a sink full of dishes. From the last two days because we couldn't really run the water so that's my job now so i gotta wash the dishes after she fixed the sink that sounds like a fair trade see if you would have got your ass down there and fixed the sink in two seconds she'd be doing that 25 <laughs> minutes worth of dishes absolutely absolutely trade-off yeah it's the barter system we, we're here for it so um so there's a woman 25 years old that filed <laughs> to sue Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones because she's saying that he is her father and he's denying it. Um, That's pretty easy to prove or yeah. disprove. Alexandra Davis alleges that Jones reached a settlement with her mom, Cynthia Davis, back in 1998. The agreement was that Jones would support them financially as long as she doesn't say he is the dad. Alexandra's asking the court to find, what up, asking the court to find she isn't legally bound by the agreement because it's between her mom and Jerry and not her and Jerry. This is almost like the Nirvana thing all over again. Like why, like why would you even want to say anything if he's taking care of you? Like are you trying to get more? Like now yeah. you're trying. That's basically what it is. You're trying to. I'm a. I'm a heir to this throne. Like if mm -hmm. something happens, you know, I'm gonna cut out the sun and do this. Like people are just. You can't trust people or shit when it comes to money nowadays. Right. So, yo, these millennials, bro. Um, Her ass gonna fuck around, and come up missing now. Right. Or you know, he just stops paying at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she's gonna fuck her mom. Like yeah. Like these millennials, talking about I didn't make the deal. My mom made the deal. Like. So the fuck what the deal was made, right? Like, hey, yo, like, but that's how it is though. Like, I was I was at work today and I heard this lady on the phone talking to her son, and she's just like, he's like, Ma, you gonna you gonna pay for me to get there? Like, do this and do that, Ma. I ain't got no money, Ma. And she's like, Man, I'll pay for you. I just want you to go there and get this job. Like, I'll pay for this. I'm like, Man, these kids, yeah, man, they don't do shit. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that conversation like that similar. Like, it was like. Yeah, so you want a box? Cool. I'll pay for everything. Don't worry about it. Just just show up to the boxing uh, gym. I'm like, hey, yo. Like, where was that support at when I was little? Like, right. <laughs> must be nice. Right? That's Shit, I crazy. just, you know, and it's the same thing. Like, I just bought Junior uh, a PS5 today. Oh, you found one? Yeah, I found one. You, you know, um, what's it called? 
Saint had one the whole time. Did he? Yup. That's good. He got a lot more money than me. <laughs> so he can afford he probably had his shit custom ordered from there. Probably. He probably went to Japan and, and got it from the people. Yeah, he probably somehow got it through Apple. That's <laughs> For those people at home, uh, a friend of ours named Saint is an Appleaholic. He keeps the boxes from all the Apple products. Like he, he always upgrades. He never like waits four or five years like normal people. Like he's just an Apple head. So yeah, that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> fucking hilarious. So um, I know you're happy. Nick Cannon shows canceled. Again, he's not funny. Like, why? You know, they gave him a chance to come back. He just sucks. Yeah. Like, he better keep some of that money, all them damn kids. Yeah. Oh, and he talked about it on his show. He told he's on the see. That's that's his problem. He don't have to keep shit to himself. He he. Why would you go on your show saying yes? We got canceled. Because yeah, he's not he's not a smart person. Right. So, but yeah. So he canceled the show. He didn't have a good time slot anyway. He thought he was gonna get Wendy Williams' time slot, and then they didn't give it to him. So he, like, I didn't know when they even watched Nick Cannon. So I think they tried to give him Ellen's time slot, but you know, the whites, yeah, you you can't take Ellen off and put him on there. That's just it doesn't work out that way. So, <laughs> but I think Viacom set him up. I think that's what they did. I think they were like, yeah, we'll give you a shot. But they wanted him to fail though. Uh, yeah, and it's probably if he fails, they ha- they they control the cars. You know, they have the key. Like mm-hmm. they're in the driver's seat, so anything he ever needs, they're in the driver's seat. Hundred ten percent, hundred ten percent. Tinder is now offering low cost background checks for potential dates. Uh, that's I guess kind of smart, but I'm yeah, sure it's after- a paid subscription or something. Yeah, it has to be. After the Tinder swindler and then, you know, people coming up missing going on Tinder dates, because I don't know what, what people are thinking. Like, people literally go on, like, into the woods. Like, hey, we're going to go camping, because I like camping. And then they never come back on Tinder dates. So, I don't know why they haven't been doing this. Like, this would have been, like, the first thing I would have asked. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it says, where are you looking for a date? At the bar? See, yeah, see dates at the bar. You just what happened to going to the bar? People don't go to the bar no more. Um, yeah, I guess so. Out in the county, they do, I guess. Okay. Oh, and it's not. It don't cost that much. It's the extra two fifty to, to do the background check. A two dollars and fifty cent. Yeah, that's it. That's not bad. That, that's yeah. that's cheaper than one of those reverse phone number lookups. Exactly. Exactly. Garbo. Oh, so a woman invented Tinder. I didn't know that. Oh, she was uh, figures. Yeah, Garbo. I think it was a guy, Catherine, but it's a woman. Yeah, Garbo Catherine Comenzdes or something like that. I can't say her last name, but yeah, she I guess, yeah, I guess when all the women started coming up missing, <laughs> she's like, hold up. I'm not being too uh, responsible with this, uh, this application. So, um, Speaking of not being responsible, uh, uh, Jesse, the the verdict came down. Um, Justin, eh? Yeah. Well, Justin, I I found out during this court case that his real name is Justin. Justin Smollett 
uh, is getting 150 days in jail, which equals up to five months. Um, then he got 30 months of federal probation. He has to pay 120,000, and then he has to pay, I think, another 50, no, another 25,000 in fines on top of that, all because of one night out of line. See what, see what happens? You know, hey, that's better than some people. One night out line, you get somebody else pregnant. You know, that's mm-hmm. 18 years. Right. So, so he only he got, got off. He got five months. Uh, did you see what he said today? He was like, I'm not a suicidal person. If yeah. something happened to me in court or in jail, it wasn't me. Blah, blah, blah. Bro, it's, it's five on, months, bro. It's five months. Five months. He'll be out in three. Right. Like. He'll be home before it gets warm. Like, what is he talking about? Yeah, he's like dra- over drama queen in it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, $25,000. He had to pay a $25,000 fine for lying um, for a hoax, I guess, for, you know, the police uh, coming out and spending all that man hours for him in an anti-gay, anti-black hate crime. So, more of the story is... Uh, you can lie about a hate crime and you only get five months. This is the precedent that he set and it's going to be horrible now. Uh, <laughs> the judge wasn't for it. The judge called him arrogant, selfish, and narcissistic. Did he lie? No, didn't lie at all. Yeah, you know, I yeah. see no lying what the judge said. Yeah. I think this just dragged on long enough. Like, imagine how much... You know, money that he mm-hmm. cost the the taxpayers, and you know the investigation, and this right. and that, and court fees, and yeah, and for him to, and for him to be like, you know, one hundred twenty five thousand dollars to pay them back, and then only pay twenty five thousand dollar fine. I think he got off. He got I off. Think he got off. Yeah, fucking yeah, he got off. <laughs> yeah, because knowing how them cops are, they probably charge way more than a hundred some right. thousand in labor. And then he's a, he's he's a semi celebrity. Um, he's not gonna be in general population. He's fucking around just being in his cell for twenty three hours, and his family come visit him. They, like yeah, it's a cakewalk. Like he act like something really won't happen to him. The cops ain't gonna hurt him because he ain't really do nothing to them. Like, shut up, yeah. Justin. Shut up, Justin. You know the the blacks ain't gonna do anything to him. Like in right. there, like and the, and the gays not gonna do nothing to him. Like oh, shut yeah. up, Justin. You're fine. They, yeah, he's he's really fine. Yeah, like it's not like you're in Baltimore. Like you, he might suck a cock on his own. You think he might? You know, hey, yeah, just he, because he definitely he's like, get his oh, cocks up. He definitely get his yeah. cocks up. So yeah, he's definitely five months in there. You know, he's definitely doing some. You know, twenty dollars, twenty dollars. Right. <laughs> you know he got the money, so they're gonna be like, hey, um, put something on my books. You know, you know, I will suck your little dick. <laughs> yep. yep, I eat your little booty in here. Yep. <laughs> With so. Kool-Aid on their lips. <laughs> Kool-Aid lipstick booty ass eating. Yeah, he like he's going to uh like Hagerstown. Like he's going yeah, to Hagerstown he, for five months. Yeah, like he's going to like Pelican Bay or Alcatraz <laughs> or like some one of the big places. Uh, you're going to jail. Like you're fine. Like it's not even prison. You're going to jail. Like it's cool, bro. Like but um yeah, so Kamora Lee Simmons' husband, I'm, I'm using that, that phrase loosely, Tim, say, 
Leisner admits to pretending to be his first wife via emails to convince Kimura that his marriage was over. So Tim Leisner extens uh, extensive plot to illegally marry multiple women at the same time continues to unfold. Uh, the former banker and estranged husband of Kimora Lee Simmons recently admitted in court that he posed as his first wife, communicating with emails to Kimora for years to convince her that the marriage was, had ended, according to a report by the Radar Online. Tim admitted during his latest court hearing to emailing Kimora for years, posing as first wife, Judy Chan, in order to convince her that the marriage was over. Tim's acting of this Mm, sorry, Tim's acting of his then billionaire and wine heiress wife, Judy Chan, was reportedly so convincing that Kimura had extended an invitation to Judy to multiple occasions to vacation with the family. Of course, Judy didn't show up because Judy didn't know shit about it. The defense attorney representing uh, Roger, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's NG, it's, I don't know, it's a uh, Tim's former colleague who was testifying was the mastermind of the embezzlement plan to use his Tim's double life to replace the reasonable doubt in the mind of the jurors for the questions for the validity of his entire testimony. So, yeah, white man, Tim uh, Leisner was trying to get a bunch of women, a bunch of rich women to marry him and get the money. And then his partner was blackmailing him to say he's going to blow the whistle on him so he can get some money. How so here's my question. Does money make you stupid? <laughs> if it does, I wouldn't mind being stupid because I want some money. But right? at the same time, like, does it make you do stupid things like Jesse did or like this guy's doing or like, yeah. like, like, or like Nick does with all the kids and mm -hmm. like, is that what money does to you? It, it makes you feel invincible. So it Man. makes you feel like I can do whatever the fuck I want. And it you makes you feel me. like you should be a, acting like a female and talk messaging. You know, like, what are these people thinking? <laughs> Bruh. Like, you got Kanye pretending to be a bush. Yep. You got Nick pretending to be a daddy. Yep. Like, man, like, I want to see Jesse on the subway saying he, he got a noose put around his neck. Right. Like, money's almost like a heroin. It's like a drug. It's like a hallucinogenic yeah. type. You know, it's like whatever, like PCP or mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Like, it exactly. must really have you out here. Like, I want to see what that a day in the life of that is. Bruh. So, okay. So, see, because first of all, you and I, we come from a different background. Like, Nick. He comes from the mean streets of San Diego, but he had Nickelodeon money since he was like 16. You know what I mean? Right. Like at, at 16, you know, we were parents, bro. Like Nick didn't have nothing to worry about <laughs> at 16. Right. So when he got his money, he was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. You know, like then Jesse, he always had money. He had money since he was like eight because he was on the Mighty Ducks. So yeah, so when, if that's why if we get the money, you give us five million, we gonna pay off all our debt, and then we just gonna you know do the, what we supposed to do after that. They just didn't they didn't have no debt, no nothing, no worries. 
So when they got older and it's like, yo, I'm invincible and people just doing shit because I got the money. Now they're doing dumb ass shit. Now, now, Tim. Tim might have grew up broke. This this is this sounds like broke people, uh, you know, activities right here. Like I'm broke. I'm never going to be broke again. So I'm just going to start scamming my way through life. That's what it sounded like he did. Because his uh, first wife was a wine heiress. Kamali Simmons, you know, is partial owner of Def Jam and baby fat and all that extra shit. So he's targeting the rich women. So you know what I mean? So he sounds like he's been broke before. <laughs> right. He's trying to he's trying to make sure he get all the bags. Right. So a little bit I'm, here, a little bit there. Right. I'm gonna call him NBA Tim. You know, never broke again. Cause he, right. He, <laughs> Because yeah, that that's insane. And and why wouldn't she say, you know, like, yo, why Judy not here? You know what I mean? Like, I've been talking to her, like, or like, what the? F- so what happens? What happens if she just happens to run into her out in public and be like, right? So so you said, you know, it's all over, and she's like, what are you talking about? Like, exactly. How, like, how do you keep them apart for years? Make sure they don't run into each other, right? Because I I thought you know rich people, they they not not even necessarily hang in the same circles, but they go to to events and they see each other. You know what I mean? Right, like unless, you know you could, yeah exactly. So unless they're on different coasts, that's the only way I can see he pulling this off. But you guys go to the same big restaurant that you used to go into, right? And and who who conversates during emails anymore? Like, um apparently them apparently rich people right rich people talk apparently rich people <laughs> like don't text me right if it's don't important just me. send me an email i'll get back to you within 48 hours yep. don't call me <laughs> like, like, don't facetime me don't do anything like see now this makes me understand catfish like i used to watch catfish all the time and i always wondered how the hell can you have a relationship with somebody for multiple years without seeing their face? Kamora Lee Simmons had a conversation with a woman that she hasn't seen in real time in years to the point where yeah. she married that lady's um, husband. You know, and it's, it's funny that you say catfish because I have a story that kind of ties in, that ties into this, a catfish story that will actually <laughs> tie into the sack question also. Okay. So I'll throw it out there real quick since we're, you know, again, I, I didn't know you were bringing any of this up. So I didn't know. Hey, it was hey man, tie this into is why it. we're the Media Awards nominated podcast, sir. We just do this, baby. <laughs> right. So Playboy model, mm-hmm. Car- Carolina Lecker, L E K K E R, in case anybody okay. wants to Google her, Carolina Lecker charges $2,000 to see if she can. Get your man to um, she will text and DM your man to see if he would cheat on you. So people pay her to find out if their man would be loyal, Mm. put in a if they were put in a fucked up situation. Mm. So, again, catfishing. Obviously, you got this super hot playboy model. Hold up. Carolina Lecker, L-E-K-K-E-R. Uh, e. Okay, here she go. 
Mm, let's see what she. Oh shit. Oh oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. So this girl here, like, if she DMs you, clearly any guy's gonna be like, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm single. I'm this. I'm that. So she right. charges two thousand dollars just to test your man's loyalty. Like, is that is that fucked up on that, the that, female's behalf? Um, I would say so. I would say so. I'll say if you have to go that far, then you don't need to be with him. If, if you're taking it that far, but damn, she fine. I, I'm not even gonna hold y'all. Everybody listening, Caroline Lecker is absolutely beautiful. Um. Like, I'm willing to pay her $2,000 just to catfish myself, just to see if she'll send a picture or something to try to get me to <laughs> Yeah, like, to what is she myself. sending? Like, she's sending, like, the titties? Like, she's, she's sending the ass shots? Like... It didn't say. It just says that she's she'll catfish your man uh-huh. to test his loyalty for two grand a pop. Mm, that, that, that's a good hustle. That's a, yeah. that's a good fucking hustle. Because um, again, you know, we talk about fetish stuff. We talk about a lot of things that happen in this world. Right. There's a lot of insecure relationships out there. So, you know, for me, well, not for me, but if I'm in one of those insecure relationships and I'm like, hey, I need to know if this guy is the one I, I'm going to marry. Like, let me, you know, $2,000 to me is almost buying a lifetime of mm-hmm. everything. So is it worth it to some people? Clearly it is because somebody the people out there are paying. Bruh, this is like world news about her. Like I got the the people over in London saying, Yeah, she paid over uh fourteen hundred pounds to uh, catch your boyfriend and other people like you got Russia, like everybody's talking about this woman. Like Like look, I don't like I don't even want to catch myself catfishing. Like I'll just pay you some money to like send me a right. nude. Like right. at this point, like yeah, I, 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 I will give a woman two thousand dollars just to give to her, just so I can, just so she can slide in the DM, like so we hey. can have a conversation. Like, hey, how long is this conversation? Like, let's see how long I can get it to go before she either gives up or she thinks she can just keep going and break exactly. me. Exactly. So, like the yeah. pink bathing suit on the beach is a pretty hot picture too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, this looks it looks like she is. Yeah, she's like a private detective. Like that—that's just a hustle. Like, but I think it's—it's it's blown up now. Like, I don't think she can do this anymore, right? Like, well, you—you you know, guys are dumb. Yeah, true. Very true. Like, you know, you can put you can put something in front of their face, and they're still going to be like, "Nah, this ain't a setup," because they think with <laughs> the wrong head. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, th- that's insane. Yeah, it's that's a crazy story. See and and you and you see you see why I be blocking people. This is exactly why because the shit like this, you know, you're not gonna catch me in nothing. Like your ass have been talking to her. Like yeah, what's going on? Like nah, <laughs> I'm fucking blocking her. There ain't no way in hell her fine ass talking to me for no reason. So yeah, she fine, y'all. If y'all listening, we go we go put her in the show notes so you can uh you can go see what she looked like. Can, but. can we start a GoFundMe so we can get $2,000 for... Um, yeah, we're going we gonna to start a GoFundMe for best friend so he can get uh, Carolina and his DMs. <laughs> As Saint would say, for research purposes only. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. All right. Okay. 
So, uh, what's the sack question, brother? And it's funny because, again, you know, I wasn't going to use that topic tonight. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to tie into the sack question. But I did, you know, not having anything to do with this. I did have a random message the last couple of days. Of, was it Carolina Lecker? It was not, but if it would have been, I wouldn't be here because I'd probably still be DMing her right now trying to get, you know. <laughs> but hey, I need another week. I need another week off. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Carolina's in my DM. You got to understand. It's for research. It's for research. I'll be back. I'll be back. Um, but ironically, I did have a uh, a female reach out to me and, again, another insecure relationship, and they want to know, they believe that their man may or not may or may not be cheating or, you know, having basically like a work wife or flirting. They mm-hmm. think that they their man may be communicating with somebody, you know, from work um, and some type of, you know, oh, it's just a work text or it's a work group chat or maybe on their laptop. How do you basically catch your man or catfish your man enough to find out exactly what he's doing to either prove that he is or he isn't doing something. Um, you get your taxes back. You hit up Carolina Lecker. Um, <laughs> and uh, she'll find that out for you. But um, <laughs> but in reality, uh, you have to start... You, uh, communication man like it's at this point it's like what are we doing you know um and i always say if you have to go through their stuff then it's over you know like the trust is gone if you have to go through their stuff and it seems like he's he's not following the rules because the work husband work wife relationship is at work that's why there's work in front of the title so as soon as you clock out at five you don't think about them. You don't talk about them. You don't do none of that. Is that's work? Is that's the conversation you have at work? But yeah, man, I don't know, man. But I'll actually like jumping into like their laptops or just flat out asking them what's going on, or even just running up on her. Then it's, I don't know a way unless unless you know a way. So so again, being the. Um the non-toxic person that I am. (laughs) Um, Not that I would ever have been in this situation or, you know, done anything like this before. Mm -hmm. But I would assume that if, and I asked, you know, what kind of relationship you have with electronics? Oh, he lets me in his phone. Well, if he's letting you in his phone and you guys have that kind of relationship, whatever he's doing is not in that phone. So you got to look other ways. Like, okay. You know, is it, you know, all of a sudden now he's on his work computer a lot at home. Okay. Are they sending work like emails? Are they using some type of app on their, their laptop? Are they using, you know, are they communicating through, you know, work jabber or I am whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. you know, you got to go if it's like, oh, you know, obviously work laptops are password encrypted. They have to be yep. because of company policy. So if that's one way to keep that locked and keep everything hidden. You know, uh, I think that's where you got to look at then. You got to start looking over his shoulder when he's on his laptop. Like, why are you getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go check your work stuff when right. you've never done that before? 
you got to start thinking outside of the box and um, not worry too much about the phone because the phone is just a cover to say, see, baby, I'm not cheating on you. You can go to Buffalo anytime you want. That's the first sign of a cheater who's saying some shit like that. <laughs> not, not that, that we I've know. Been there. Not, 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 not that, that we, we know. know. Allegedly, that's what cheaters do. But yeah, I think, um, again, to go back to what you said 10 minutes ago or so is like, when if you get to that point, then the relationship's probably over, or you know mm-hmm. some other serious issues at that point. You know, um, it's going to drive you crazy. Even if he's yeah. not doing something, you don't find anything. You're going to think like, oh, maybe I miss it. Maybe he's doing something else. Whatever the case might be. So you're always going to, it's always going to drive you crazy, and that trust is gone at this point. You're never going to be happy because you're always going to be worried. Right. So it might be one of the things where you might just want to consider like moving on. Yeah exactly like you don't want to don't drive yourself crazy like that that's the worst part when because then you start making scenarios up in your head you know what i mean like or you could be like me and just pay a private investigator ten thousand dollars and let them do all the work for you (laughs) see you overpaid bro apparently i could have paid two thousand i could have saved a a couple bags a couple stacks exactly exactly but yeah man like you start making up scenarios in your head like oh He's ten minutes. He ten minutes too long at the store, or you know, he's usually home at five, but now he's home at six. Like, what's going on? You know, like yeah, you know, he's he, been in the bathroom for twenty five minutes now. Like, right, what's he doing in there? Right, his stomach don't hurt. Like, what the fuck is he doing in there? You know, like, but what, what he trying not to fix his sink? Like, what the fuck is going on? Right, <laughs> he don't know how to fix the sink, so he's in the bathroom. Right, so man, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like. It's, at this point, it's like either, yo, shit will get off the pot. Like, yo, are you cheating? Like, what's going on? You know, because emotional cheating is still cheating. You know, like. Absolutely. They may not, yeah, they may not have been physical, but. Yo, like. You know, yo, and that emotional stuff will turn physical at some point, you know. Absolutely. Because emotional is, I think, for me, emotional is way worse. Way I think, worse. I think emotional is, you know, you are in it. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, and, and and even even if you cut ties, you're still gonna always mm. have some love or feeling or something, you know, for that person because you are emotionally involved. Right. Physical, you know, spur of the moment, boom, you fuck, that's it. You know, but emotionally that means long conversations and you know, looking at each other. Intimate eyes. conversations. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my mama's sick. Like, why the fuck does she, your work wife know your mama's sick and you go to your mama every day? Like, she don't even know none of that. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's it's to, to the point where you just have to say something now. Say something or don't say nothing at all. Let, let it be. Right. So, if you're not going to say something, then just stop worrying and stop trying to check mm-hmm. things and exactly. whatever because, you know. Or, or you just pay me $2,000 and I'll yeah. uh, figure it out for you. Or you can be uh, toxic yourself and go out and do what you want to do. You know, I'm about to I'm about to pull this. You think I can get away with this? I'm gonna I'm gonna post something on IG like, hey, pay me two thousand dollars and I'll see if I'm, you go. I'm, I'm I'm positive they'll let they'll let them do it. I'm about to try this out. Yeah, about to quit my day job. <laughs> so. Who's the toxic person of the week, bro? Who you got? Is it Carolina Lecker? Is it Tim Leisner? 
so so Tim Tim was just doing some crud ball shit. That's just a guy doing guy shit to try to you know get get laid on both ends and do some mm-hmm. shit. Or Carolina is literally a home wrecker. She's wrecking homes for money. You know, Tim, he was just trying to increase his home, make his home a little bit happier. Carolina is like wrecking homes. I think she's toxic. You know. Okay. Um. Yeah, I hundred ten percent agree. Uh, she's wrong and all all across the board. Um, she's smart, but she's wrong. Like, it's none of your business. <laughs> like, who hurt you? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing out here? So, um, congratulations, Caroline Lecker. You are the toxic person of the week. Yeah. She's, <laughs> and she's and she's pretty badass too. So yeah. Like I, like when I post her on the page, they am like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they're like, catch me all day long. Right. So, but yeah, man, um, it's a good bounce back show, man. Good bounce back show. Glad you're back, 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 back in, uh, in form. Um, yeah, man. Anything you want to say to the people? Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for the support. Thanks for just everything in general, I guess, you know, because things can change at the drop of a dime, you know, the Absolutely. podcast can start, it can stop, you know, you got new people, you know, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, support your, you know, the podcast people support, um, SMG support, you know, if you don't like me, support somebody else that's doing a podcast out there. Somebody that is just trying to take their time to answer questions, make you laugh, talk shit, whatever the podcast is about, talk about murder mysteries. Apparently like that's what we do, you know, UFO yeah. murder science shit, whatever. Oh, you know, just, Support people, man. bro. I wish you was at the award show, man. Like, I think we would got in a fight if you was at the award show, bro. <laughs> so they was they were announcing the podcast, right? It was they was naming all the podcasts. You know, everybody's getting cheers and stuff. The dude was like, "Oh my god, I'm scared to say this one." I'm like, "The fuck?" And then you know, the host of the event is like, "Yeah, I know, bro." Kind of weird, but go ahead. And he's like, the toxicology report. And I was like, yo, do we have to change our name? Like, what's going on? Like, what, what is up with that? Like, how, like, clearly, you know, again, you know, maybe, maybe our, our audience base isn't the smartest ones in the, you know. <laughs> I was like, say, yo, we might have to go back to the old name, man. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? Yeah, like, oh, it's three toxic men, but there's only two of us. Because, you know, men lie. That's what what we're going to change the name back to. (laughs) Right. We're going to catfish you. The third one doesn't really exist. Exactly. Exactly. Like, he say he's coming, but he never shows up. (laughs) Yeah, every week he got an excuse. (laughs) Yo, that'd be a good idea. That'd be a good fucking idea, man. But, yeah, man. Um, Thank y'all for supporting us. Thank y'all for uh, nominating us. Thank y'all for voting. Um, We fell, you know... We fell short, but it, it, the brothers on the on the uh, on the network won. So shout out to them. So I'm glad one of us won. So, you know, wasn't nobody else. So, but yeah, thank you for the support and all that. Yeah, man. Like like Mike said, man, you never know. You might show up one Saturday and it's no more toxicology report. So 
Support us as long as you can, man. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. Shout out to uh, Carolina Lecker. Uh, <laughs> that's insane. Uh, two thousand. Y'all got two thousand dollars to give somebody to find out your man cheating. <sighs> Just donate that to me. Shit. Right. Like <laughs> I come over. I come over there and hit you off for two thousand dollars, and then you'll be cheating. Exactly. Then we all good, man. That's that's four fucking PlayStations, man. Like you won't feel doing? guilty about him cheating because now you've cheated and you're like, okay, it's all even. See, see, tell you wait long enough, people. We get toxic. Let's give wait, give us a second. We'll get there. Right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, if you don't like us, uh, I don't know why, but if you don't like us, we have uh, other uh, podcasts on the network. You can go to uh, starcarrigans.com. Or you go on Instagram and hit up uh, Sarkarigans on Instagram. Um, then you hit the link in the bio, and it's about 14, 15, 16 podcasts on there. Uh, you take a pick. We, uh, we got a podcast for each genre, each, each however day you however you feeling during that day. So, uh, man, good times, man. Just buy the merch, support us. You can catch us at uh, Toxicology Report Pod. Catch uh best friend at hey best friend the second e is the number three and just type in James Podsmith, you know all my stuff pops up there. So until next time, man, you know be safe, stay toxic, man. Peace.